0: Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step by step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media. And exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today and then you get to join me on zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there and I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop.
1: You're listening to the Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business. And move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you've got this.
0: I'm so excited to share this week's episode with you, and I wanted to take the time to jump in and go behind the scenes with another floral designer and business owner. And I know in our industry, because it's so secretive, that one of the things that I've always found really helpful is to be able to have a glimpse, a taste, an idea of how other business owners navigate being a business owner. And I've always found it really useful to talk about some of the everyday challenges that we face as human beings, as creatives, as women, and as floral designers, and really get the inside scoop on how others actually run their business. And social media makes it so easy for us to think that everyone has their ish together. And I know for us as business owners, it's just really helpful to be able to counterbalance that with practical ins and outs. I am a human being running a business, dealing with all the ups and downs that everybody is dealing with, and really being able to learn from other people's aha moments, other people's insights, other people's shortcuts we all know it's so helpful in so many ways. So this week, I want to bring to you Lisa from Haldra Floral. And if you want to connect with Lisa, see her work, put a face to a name, all you got to do is jump on Instagram and look up Haldra Floral. That's H-U-L-D-R-A. My friends, enjoy the show. How's it going over there? Good. Good. How are right? your weddings happening? How's it going? You're still functioning? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. So right now I'm in kind of a low, slow bit, but that's okay. I'm cool with it. An intentional downtime. Yes. Planning for 2023. Yes. Well, actually planning for Christmas. So I'm doing like a Christmas market (gasps) unexpectedly. I'm selling like wreaths and Christmassy things. This is so fun. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And you're excited. Yes. Yeah. Nervous, excited, but Good. mostly excited.
0: Yeah. I'd be worried if you weren't nervous. Yeah. Because I don't think previously, so I would have been like, yeah, this is something we're going to do.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Not at all. <laughs> Amazing. But I was just thinking back. I was literally thinking back to May of 2021, because I think it's very easy for you and I to forget the original problem. That you were navigating was that
1: you hated the name of your business. Yeah. (laughs) I chose the name because I kept bouncing a bunch of names off of my friends and family. And they all said that countryside floral was the safest option. You know, they thought, oh, because you live out in the country and you're potentially going to be growing some of your own stuff, you know, it's safe. Good. I was like, okay, well. Most everybody says that that's good. So I guess that's what I'm going to go with. And my idea of countryside and other people's version and idea of countryside is two completely different things. (laughs) You know, I had peonies and hydrangeas on the brain and other people think of daisies and sunflowers. And that's not what I was wanting. (laughs) So, yeah, I... uh. Change the business name. <laughs> Which I
0: think was the beginning of such a great experience for you. And I know it would have, it came with its own, I want to say drama and emotions, because I re- vividly remember that conversation that you and I had around your business mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And I believe you described it as you had done a bunch of research and bought a book on how to name your business and mm-hmm. had spent what probably was months. Yes. Thinking about your business name. Mm hmm. And then I think we had a five-minute conversation, (laughs) (laughs) to which I was like, nobody cares. Yeah.
1: yep, Crushed my little dreams of my business name mattering in the world. (laughs) But what what came out the other side? Because I think that's where your kind of
0: transformation began, was giving yourself permission to go after what you wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. Like quite literally what came out the other side of your branding and your vision for your business was a whole different, Mm -hmm. almost a whole different person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Countryside Floral was basically an accumulation of everything I was seeing on the media, everything I was seeing other people were really into. Everyone was into the farmhouse stuff. Everyone was into, you know, that vibe, the light and airy and bright and it just wasn't me, not at all, not at all at all. I mean, that's not what I was really loving. So Huldra really changed that because I just thought that this was the perfect opportunity to turn my business into what I actually like. And that's what, for me anyway, I mean, you say that business name doesn't matter. And it, it mm. in all you know reality, it doesn't matter to other people, but it matters to you. You know, and I feel like for me and in my case, changing my business name was huge. I mean, I I took on a whole new persona, you know, it was really changing from countryside to Haldra was me really becoming me.
0: Yeah. And it's so exciting because if I think back to when I first met you and I think it was May of 2021, which was about 10 years ago. Can you think back to where you were? So at the time, you were not in love with your business name. And then where were you at in terms of the actual like circumstances of your business?
1: So I had just started my business, brand new to floral design. I had no clue how to even start selling flowers, let alone run a business. Um, I had just finished a floral design course. I learned the basic idea of. Designing flowers, but they really didn't go over what I was supposed to be charging marketing, or I mean even something as simple as creating a recipe of that's what is in a bouquet mm-hmm. and how am i you know how am I supposed to run a business if I don't even know what stem pound is in a bridal bouquet you know so yeah, that was kind of the beginning of me searching for answers, you know I mean. I started this business. I had no idea where to even start. And, you know, I had a business name that I hated. I had no one inquiring. I mean, I was reaching out to basically everybody I knew who had friends who were engaged and telling them to tell them about me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was getting two or three inquiries all summer. I mean, that's it. Every few months, I was getting two or three people, maybe all of whom had a budget of $500. I kid you not, like people probably don't believe me, but I swear to God, every inquiry I had for the first one and a half years of my business were for $500. (laughs) Every single one of them. It was like, where are these people coming from (laughs) with this idea that $500 is going to get them somewhere? I mean, One of my old friends, she came to me because she wanted me to do her wedding. And she's like, I have $250. What can you do for my wedding? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that literally won't even cover your bridal bouquet, (laughs) you know? I just couldn't understand where these people were coming from, how they got this $500 budget in their brain, and how... In the world, am I supposed to convince them that flowers actually cost a lot more than that and that I know what I'm doing? Mm. Because I didn't even believe in myself that I knew what I was doing. So, I mean, I was just in a whirlwind of unhappy with the business I was creating. And I went searching for answers.
0: And here you are today, fast forward 18 months, a whole different human being. At the time, When you like signed up for the boot camp, Mm -hmm. what do you think the predominant words you would use to describe your business
1: experience up until then? Frustrating. I kept continuing the cycle of comparing myself to other florists on Facebook and Instagram, seeing them doing these extravagant weddings, claiming they're fully booked while I'm over here, one inquiry every couple months and most of whom have a budget of $500. I just couldn't believe it and I couldn't accept it. I just couldn't accept that this was the reality.
0: Well, and I think that's probably one of the differences between successful business owners and business owners that don't choose to make it work is truly the acceptance of going this can't be it. And I think that's part of it if I think back to my experience too and going like there's no way that all of these people that we see on Instagram would be doing this if they weren't earning a living. Like they can't all be from privileged families. Somebody else pays the home loan, somebody Mm -hmm. else pays for food and all of their clothing and all of their life's ambition. Like not every florist on the planet that we see online could be living in that environment. Like that's just not possible. Mm -hmm. So then it must be possible that you could actually earn a living and build an actual business from it. And I think we all have to have that like determination, conviction, drive, stubbornness, (laughs) Mm -hmm. intolerance for going like, it cannot be this way. (laughs) (laughs) So at the time when you signed up to the bootcamp, what was, would you describe as like the main problem or problems that you wanted solved? Like I
1: said, I couldn't accept the low budgets. Um, The main things I wanted to learn was, one, how to get more people inquiring, and two, how to increase their budget from $500. (laughs) (laughs) At least to $600, if not $700. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, I remember thinking at the time, I mean, at least $1,000, like, come on. Then if I did a thousand dollars, you know, if I did so many of them, at least I could make something, Mm. you know, most of the time, I don't know about other people's wholesalers, but the place that's nearest to me, I mean, you can't even make a full bouquet with that because you have to order bulk. You know what I mean? So you can't even, you end up spending so much more money than what you're making, but if you don't, anyway, bulk. You guys understand bulk. (laughs) Well,
0: and it is, it's like, oh, I mean, there's a very pragmatic level of math. Like nobody told us at flower school that math is such a massive part of what we do. But just realizing Mm -hmm. like the numbers literally don't add up. Like I have to Mm -hmm. spend $250 at the wholesalers to be able to make, even if your bridal bouquet is priced at $250, Mm -hmm. you still are spending that much money just to make one bouquet, even if you're not using all the product. So, like, there's Mm -hmm. a very real set of, like, facts in front of us of going, like, no, but literally the math doesn't add up. I must Mm -hmm. be
1: missing something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt, is, like, the math just doesn't add up. I need something different. Like, there has to be a way, and I need to find it.
0: (laughs) And so, when you signed up to the boot camp, what do you think it was that actually got you
1: to finally say yes? So I was actually listening to the podcast. I listened to the podcast for a very, very long time before signing up. And there was a gal in my area who was featured on the podcast. And she said, if you're thinking about doing it, just do it. If price is what's getting you or what's stopping you, it's going to increase. So just sign up right now. And I was like, I remember when you first started doing this, I mean, I think you had like four podcasts out and you were charging, I don't even remember, maybe $600 for the course or something. And I was like, and it's gone up every time and it's only going to increase. I have to sign up right now. (laughs) Like I have to, I've been thinking about it for this long. I have to do it now because ultimately price was what was Mm -hmm. stopping me because I mean, I was getting $500 $500 uh, price. So price was a huge stopping point for me. And hearing that someone else in my area potentially had the leg up on me with access to this information. And she says to just do it because the price is going to increase. So I did. That right. was, I, I immediately went to your website and I clicked yes. <laughs> Bye now. So
0: this is really interesting because I think we could tease this one apart like what do you think it was if the price was holding you back was
1: it like what if it doesn't work for me well it was I had paid for I don't know if I should throw any other floral teachers under the bus but I had paid for a particular other person's somewhat of a course and I was really disappointed because every single secret she had you had to pay for It wasn't like, you know, I was looking for something that you just pay for it and then you get access to all the things. And her stuff was not upfront about that. So it's like you would get access to her email templates. But then if you wanted, you know, the actual email template that you needed, you would have to pay more for that. And then you'd have to pay more for the flower math, And then you have to pay more for the this and the that. And it's like she's just nickel and diming you every step of the way while with your class it hasn't been that way Mm. and you know hearing the other people talking about how you don't even know how much is included in here like we can't even begin to describe how much is included you know that was kind of my biggest fear was the big price tag and then I have to keep buying more later yeah 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 yeah.
0: no and that's really helpful to know because it is I am a firm believer of kind of granting an all access pass, like anything we've ever created. Mm-hmm. You guys literally have the official OK to be like, copy and paste as much as you like, yeah. because we all need that. I hate staring at the blank page. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, Just fill in the gaps until you kind of find your legs and find your own momentum in it to be like, oh, I understand the game that we're playing mm-hmm. here that's very different to what I thought the game of floristry
1: was mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah I mean it was like you would just start to get a little bit of an understanding of this one aspect but then the more questions you had the more you had to pay for it to get them answered and this course is not like that at all I mean everything <laughs> I mean I'm diving more into different aspects and then I'm coming up with more questions that I didn't even know that I would have questions about so I really do appreciate that it's just a you pay for it once and yeah I don't know if it's that way anymore but well like everybody who signs up
0: gets access to everything that you've gotten access to on day one okay Right, mm-hmm. which
1: you know, the overwhelm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, like, oh my God, I was like six months to learn all this stuff. And then you yeah. told me that it was like, oh no, panic. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah, you have the rest of eternity Don't. to figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was like ultimate panic like, oh my God, I only have six months to learn all this stuff. But no. So looking
0: back at your experience in the last 18 months, what do you think the most memorable part has been for you?
1: There's a lot, but I would say the absolute most memorable aspect is knowing that I have a group of like-minded people who have my back. Um, People who are struggling just like me to figure out how this whole running a flower business thing works. And knowing that they won't judge me and be hateful, like those Facebook groups. I mean, people who are there who will genuinely help me and care about me and my business, and not this secrecy like the rest of the floral industry seems to be. It's like there's just no secrets. Yeah. And I, to me, that's been the most memorable aspect is like wholeheartedly trusting that, like, I can just go to you guys. You know, I often would ask my friends and my family, you know, business advice and what should I be selling and da da da. da, da. And they have no idea. They, they don't even care. You know, I mean, my father-in-law, we were talking about business stuff. He was really good with money and things like that. And I I was bouncing some ideas off of him, and he's like, no one spends more than a thousand dollars on their wedding flowers who are you to charge, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, that's terrible. (laughs) These are the people that I was bouncing ideas off of. And now, you know, I have a community that are in the same boat as me, Mm. that they're not going to be judgy. They're not going to judge me for not knowing any better. They're not going to judge me for not being in the industry for 20 years. And I should know better, you know, just having this community that's loving and kind and genuinely want to help each other succeed. That's been huge. And it is huge because
0: it was one of the biggest missing pieces for me that I didn't even know that you needed mm-hmm. as a business owner until I found, started to find like the just of the world. And like, I didn't know that having a community was such a secret weapon to success. Because if Mm -hmm. we even think back for the last couple of weeks with you and it's like, you know, being able to actually put your hand up and say, hey, I've just had what might be my worst case scenario happen. I'd love Mm -hmm. your guys' input. (laughs) literally had like this uprising of tourists from
1: around the world going, Lisa, we've got Mm -hmm. your back. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's just so extraordinary knowing that, that there's those people there for you. I mean... One of the big things that I've heard over and over again is to surround yourself with like-minded people. If you want to be a successful person, surround yourself with successful people. And that's what this community is, is people who are all in the same mindset. We're all doing basically the same thing. And it's just awesome. I can't even, I don't even have a better word to describe it. If there was a better word, tell me because awesome is what I've got.
0: Well, and the reality is like, even if you're working with your other half or you're working with your family, it's still very lonely Mm -hmm. at times. Because like when you're the creative and you're the visionary, it's like you're constantly focused on, ooh, shiny object, ooh, next idea, ooh, opportunity here. And it's very rare that the people who are in your physical surroundings are going to even get what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. (laughs) Mm -hmm that to know it's like yeah i know that they're not physically with me but i have this amazing space that i can go to for like hey i've got this amazing opportunity coming up i've never done anything like this before has anybody ever done anything things they wish they'd done differently giant watch outs what did you do to make it successful like it's like you literally now have a library mm-hmm. of florist experience with oh yeah like i just think it's so incredible if i think about the designers who've been designers for 25 years. I'm like, that Mm -hmm. blows my mind, blows my mind that those humans are in this community. And they're like, oh yeah, what about this? What about this? Oh, here's my shortcut for this. And they're still navigating the same challenges that you and I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is so fascinating. Mm -hmm. So at this point in time, it is October 2022. What would you say has been your biggest success, your biggest win, or your biggest like results to date in your business?
1: You know, there's been so many that it's really hard to put my finger on. So I'm going to kind of speed through a few of them. Give me all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So number one, I went from on average, one inquiry every two to three months to about one, maybe two every week. I went from every single bride saying that they have a $500 budget to <laughs> on average, most people that are inquiring right now are between that three dollars to $5,000 range. Um, I actually booked a $14,000 wedding and I completed it and it was fantastic. Um, I'd say that whole experience of booking, having someone, first of all, inquire with a $7,000 budget that bride came to me with a $7,000 budget and ended up spending 14,000 and being comfortable with that. Just the idea that, yeah, I can do that. I sell $14,000 weddings and Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. And then becoming comfortable with the idea that if they actually would have went with standard or abundant size centerpieces instead of bud bases, that it could have easily been, a $20,000 plus wedding and that I can do it. You know, I mean, I did it, you know, it's just realizing that the same amount of effort goes into a thousand dollar wedding as a $14,000 wedding was just mind blowing to me that like, if I can do a thousand dollar wedding, I can definitely do a $14,000 wedding. And now that I've done a $14,000 wedding transformation in my brain, I can do a $30,000 wedding, a $40,000 wedding, who knows? You know, the transformation has definitely been my thinking about myself and my business. Um, and also like speeding up my quoting process times like a hundred. <laughs> I mean, I was literally sending out custom quotes to every single person because I didn't have a recipe. Mm. You know, so I was literally creating a recipe for each and every arrangement to quote these people and then trying to quote people things that like I've never even made before. So how, you know, creating a recipe for something I've never made before. So it would, on average, it would take me about a week to two weeks to put out a quote and now 20 minutes. For the dramatic effect, I wait until the next day, at least. <laughs> so it looks like I put a little bit of effort into it. I schedule into... <laughs> it for the next day. <laughs> yes. Yes. I use bucks and I schedule <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> it shouldn't look that easy. And I try to make it look like you're getting a unique custom experience. But 20 minutes and it's done. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many things. There's so many things that have changed There's so many transformations and huge results that I've experienced. I mean, just the idea that a couple of weeks ago I had the worst thing that's ever happened in my business to date, and that I'm here calmly alive still (laughs) and comfortable talking about it is a huge transformation. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you would have asked me before I even started this course if that happened, you know, I would have quit being a florist. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, all of these scenarios that have happened to me. You know, I mean, if it wasn't for this course, I would have quit a long time ago. A long, I mean, like not even looking back. Done. <laughs> Farm for sale. Um, <laughs> you know, like, life dream changed. Pivoting. Yeah.
0: New vision board.
1: <laughs> yes. So, I mean, just the idea that the biggest transformation has been my mind. Mm. And I really wasn't, I wasn't expecting that out of this course. You know, I was, I came here looking for marketing and, you know, advice on those types of things. And I, what I got was way more than that. I mean, invaluable amount of information.
0: Yeah. And I will also say to you as well, like you keep showing up and doing the work. Mm -hmm. right? You keep asking questions. You're so inquisitive and you're so curious. And I think that is one of your secret weapons of just going, there's a continuous appetite for learning because you know that it's never done. Mm -hmm. And I love that idea of going like, it is so much more like creating a $14,000 wedding. Isn't at all what I thought it was, but it Mm -hmm. absolutely opens the door for even just the fun and like excitement of even just Thinking about doing a thirty thousand dollars wedding without even feeling like you have to figure out if that's something you want to do right now. Mm -hmm. You're just like, well, that's kind of fun just to consider. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, just the idea that you know, one of the things that you planted in my head a long—I don't even remember how long ago it was. I don't remember if it was right away or if it was like halfway through. But just the idea that initially it was seven thousand dollars is inevitable. Like my target. You know wedding budget that is inevitable, and still to this day it's just instant relief, like it's going to happen, so stop worrying about if you know, yeah, if is good, but seven thousand dollars is inevitable and now yeah. you know, now that I've done a fourteen thousand dollar wedding, I'm like, twenty thousand is inevitable, and just pause on that, I was freaking out about booking thousand dollar clients. <laughs> 18 months ago (laughs) and now I have a $3,000 minimum and I won't even look at those prides. Not that I'm, you know, any better than them or anything, but Mm -hmm. it's just, this is my goal. Yeah. You know, and I can, there's nothing stopping me. I'm the business owner. I can decide and I can always change my mind if it doesn't work out. You know, the idea that $7,000 is inevitable, And $20,000 is inevitable is such a mind blowing thought for me has really been a game changer.
0: Well, yeah. And you have that, like now you have that belief structure, like you have that thought process that you can keep coming back to, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, it's such a proven formula for you where it's like, well, yeah. Okay. So what number do I want to put in there next?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still fall back to that $7,000 is inevitable, but Just as the initial thought. Yep. But yeah, the bigger number is in there now.
0: Yeah. And just being open to the possibility, right? And kind Mm -hmm. of like, who does Lisa get to become on the journey of just deciding she gets to put whatever number she wants to put in her revenue line at Mm -hmm. any point in time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, like running a business is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what yeah, we do here.
1: <laughs> yes. This isn't supposed to be the worst thing ever. You know, most people start their own businesses so they can work less, work for themselves, and really enjoy what they do. And I feel a lot of people, myself included, that we let our brains get in the way of having fun and doing what we want to do because society says something else. And it's like, you know, no. You know, I had I had another florist tell me recently that I would price myself out of the market with what I was charging for a bridal bouquet. And thinking back to what 18 months ago, Lisa would have thought is like, oh my God, she's been in the business for so long. She's probably right. I need to lower my prices. But then now my immediate thought was who does she think she is telling me that like you wouldn't tell that to Louis Vuitton Mm. you wouldn't tell that to Chanel you wouldn't tell that to Elon Musk for a Tesla or his internet you know like you wouldn't say that to those people and you can charge whatever you want you know and that's crazy that eighteen months ago versus now thinking this course has just totally changed the way I think about everything personal life and flower life it's just been a total transformation. I feel like before I was a caterpillar and now I'm a butterfly.
0: (laughs) And you're like a dark moody butterfly. You're not some country garden butterfly. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Oh, it's so amazing. And I love taking this time and just like, it's only been 18 months. Mm -hmm. Right. If we think about that experience and how long it typically takes to get businesses sorted to the point of profitability, even beyond profitability, it's like, I love just thinking about this idea too. Like you now have such a strong toolkit to take with you, no matter what you do with your life. And like, you get Mm -hmm. to pass these skills on to your family.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like that to me is beyond
1: amazing Mm -hmm. I mean just the idea that you can change your mind that alone I mean I was hung up on my business name for years and my logo and I like feel ashamed that I shouldn't be changing my logo because I just spent a whole bunch of money doing stuff with my logo like it doesn't matter you can change your mind and now I'm teaching that to my family that it doesn't matter you know your favorite color is orange you want to paint your room orange fine tomorrow you want to change it to green fine you can change your mind.
0: It's okay. Yeah. So powerful. Okay. Anything else that you want to throw in? Anything else you want to say? Anything you feel like you didn't get a chance to say? Well, I want to say thank you. (laughs) No, and I just want to say thank you. Like, I think you're such an incredible example of showing up and doing the work, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. not an easy task to sit here and say, like it can be quite confronting when somebody says to you, I've been toying over my business idea for years and months, and I've invested so much energy trying to sort it out. And somebody comes along and says, Lisa, it doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's confronting. And mm-hmm. it's very easy to kind of dismiss some of this and realize like so much of our business development is just our personal development. Mm-hmm. It's just us who's getting in the way of us creating the business that we want to create. hmm And you just keep showing up and doing the work.
1: (laughs) Well, I have a business goal and I'm going to reach it. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to reach it and you're going to help me.
0: (laughs) Oh, and I will. This is the beautiful thing. It's like, we will, I will be there and we will be there every step of the way. Like I thought building our own flower business was fun, but I underestimated the impact of helping other florists have mm-hmm. this transformation in a way shorter period of time with way less frustration. Like there's still an element of frustration because it never happens as quickly as we want it to happen. But mm-hmm. just the reward of going, like you get to learn these skills implemented in your own business. You get to have these skills for the rest of your life and you get to teach your family these skills. Like that's mm-hmm. just life altering, mm-hmm. which totally. is amazing. Totally. Okay. So where can people find out more about Halder Floral and Lisa and everything that you have coming up this year and next?
1: Well, I'm on Instagram at, at Huldra Floral. Um, Huldra That's where you can find me. Amazing. Uh, working on ads and stuff, but those are the two places you can for sure find me. <laughs>
0: So go follow Lisa on Holder Floral and just know that it is possible to move from a handful of $500 inquiries to booking clients who you actually want to work with.
1: Mm -hmm. That's so fun. And having a business you love. Oh, it's so fun. Okay. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Lisa, for taking time out of your day. It's been amazing. And as always, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Keep asking questions. (laughs) Thank you.